Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have the unthinkable going on in the UK right now. And I know I've said it before. In fact, I've probably said it month after month after month for as many months as I can remember now. But the UK economy just seems to keep going from bad to worse. And now the Bank of England, I mean, this really is unthinkable what they're talking about, are actually talking about deliberately creating a recession in order to increase unemployment and put more people out of work because they say in their sort of warped kind of thinking that by making people lose their jobs, this will also make them spend less money into the economy and that will bring inflation down as well as by raising these rates consistently all the time. And remember, we're going to have the CPI or the, the inflation rate in, in simple terms out tomorrow, Wednesday for the UK. And then on Thursday, we're going to have the new base rate decision by the Bank of England. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they, rather than pause like all central banks are doing at the moment, well, apart from the, the ECB and a couple of others, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see a 25 basis point rise, which is going to be absolutely devastating for homeowners with mortgages. In fact, I want to go onto the shared screen and show you some of this data. It's just unbelievable. But even Jeremy Hunt, um, we won't say too much on him, he also wants to sort of enact some government policies in order to have more people suffer more pain so that they spend less money into the economy. I mean, this is just crazy what they're talking about. We've already had, we've got the cost of living crisis, we've got all the food inflation, we've got the energy inflation, we've got all these other inflations, we've got rising interest rates hitting people's mortgages. We have now them wanting to hit unemployment because the unemployment targets came in far better than they were hoping. So it doesn't look like these, these rates are going to be coming down anytime soon like a lot of people are talking about and thinking that this is going to happen. In fact, the UK economy is probably in the worst position right now out of all of the developed economies. And what's happening is this, level, this inflation is actually becoming embedded now into the economy. And that sort of poses another threat, another big problem for the government and the central bank. And this is where things get dangerous for citizens. Because when they, and I'm talking about the Bank of England and, and the politicians and other people, when their backs are against the wall and they're underperforming, they tend to take more drastic action. And that's why we could see some shocks coming up. But let me get onto the shared screen because I want to show you some of the, the data and some of the actual reporting on this. Now, Bloomberg has just put out a, well, it's actually a live article, what the UK housing slump means for you. We're not just going to focus on the UK housing, we're going to focus on the economy at large. But house prices have fallen almost 13% in real terms from March of 2022 peak. Now, I just want to remind you of the most popular video on my channel of all time. It's about to hit 2 million views, actually. And this was made on June 26, 2020. You can see almost 2 million views here. And it would be worth you sort of refreshing your memory on this, on this video because it will sort of go through all the different stages of how the housing market crash will 
occur. And it's not just for the UK, this actually applies, it's a model for different countries around the world. So on to CNBC now then, Brits are facing a major mortgage crisis as lending rates soar. So this just came out, this article. Short-term UK bond yields as well, remember the bond market drives rates as well quite heavily, are at a 15-year high and markets are pricing in peak interest rates close to 6%. Now, why is a 6% interest rate so devastating? If you recall the video I, I made on this and I talked about all the interest rates and the impact of these interest rates onto the economy and what they would do. Now, a 6% interest rate would be pretty devastating to the UK housing market. Because remember my forecast, 6% is the breaking point on a mortgage rate. That is the breaking point for the UK housing market. And then we see a lagged effect, you see. It doesn't happen right away. It could take six months, it could take nine months, it could even take a year, 12 months, before you see the impact of these rates. And that is exactly what we are about to see because these rates now have gone up to, here it was, on Friday, 6.01%. Now they say the highest since December, but remember December was a blip. It, they went up for a little bit and then they came back down very quickly. I think this could become entrenched. So this 6% could be here and even higher than 6% for a longer period of time. So let me just talk through this and explain why it's so bad. UK borrowers are facing a cliff edge that could damage the economy as rising mortgage costs hit deal renewals. So this is when you renew your mortgage and the number of products available shrinks, experts warned on Monday. Uh, and this is what we're seeing as well. We are seeing the amount of product shrinking from, here we go, 5,264 to now 4,683. Prior to this, money facts said two-year fixed rates were last above 6% in November of 2008. Just look at that statement again. Two-year fixed rates were last above 6% in November 08. What happened in 2008? I think we all know, you don't need a reminder. The market is dysfunctional and arguably broken. We have seen evidence where advisors are in queues alongside 2,000 others, all trying to secure something that might not actually exist by the time they get to the front of the queue. Pretty much everything is starting with a five now, i.e. they're talking about 5% rates or above. For context, two years ago, everything started with a one or lower. Banks, including HSBC, Santander, have temporarily pulled mortgage products in recent weeks amid market uncertainty. It comes as short-term UK government bond yields climbed with the two-year yield hitting a fresh 15-year high on Monday. Markets are pricing in peak interest rates of almost 6% up from the current 4.5%. A strong labor market report on June 13, we talked about this at the start of the video, sent rate expectations higher. With the Bank of England set to announce its latest interest rate decision on Thursday after enacting its 12th consecutive hike in May. Now, this is potentially the uh, fastest hiking cycle we've seen in decades. So we have a forecast here from CNBC and they are expecting five more 25 basis point increases in the base rate. So you look where the base rate is at the moment where we are around four and a half percent. 
25 times five more, more rises means we'll get all the way up to 5.75 approximately. And that for mortgage rates would be devastating. UK inflation, meanwhile, remains among the highest of all developed economies at 8.7%. Yes, you did hear that right. America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, the UK still has 8.7% inflation. With central bank officials warning that second round effects, including price setting and higher wages, could keep it higher for longer. And this now you understand the rhetoric and the propaganda that is put out by Bank of England and media, etc., where they're saying that the reason for these, this inflation getting entrenched is because of employees like you asking for more money. They're saying that it's you being greedy and you're pushing up this inflation and that you should just not ask for that. How dare you ask for a pay rise when inflation is above 10%? No, no, you should just continue getting the wage you were getting before on top of the high food prices, on top of the high energy prices, on top of the higher mortgage rates, on top of the higher rent prices and everything else. You see, this is how warped their mind is, how narcissistic in nature their thinking has become in not only this, but also wanting to make more people unemployed for the, as they call it, the greater good to bring inflation down. When they're not realizing, in fact, they do realize, but they're lying about it, that the reason inflation is so high is because they are, they've been creating too much currency. That is what inflation is. Look up the definition of inflation. It is an expansion of the currency supply. So they are causing this and they're blaming it on you. I think the worst of the mortgage crunch is ahead of us, says this analyst. He noted that more than 50% of households are still to remortgage at higher rates, and this will add stress to the housing market and wider economy. He is absolutely right in that statement. I don't often agree with some of the analysts and the uh, strategists, but he is absolutely correct in this. We haven't seen this yet. 50% more has to come through the economy. Patel said he expected the bulk of the consumer slowdown coming from higher mortgage costs to hit home in the second half of 2023. Now I could unpack that statement in another uh, 30 minute long video here, but we'll leave that for another day. I think that will make for a good video because that is absolutely crucial what he's talking about. The BOE and markets need to be aware of the long and variable lags of monetary policy with the effects of past rate hikes still yet to fully work its way through. The UK's FCA, so that's the Financial Conduct Authority, and this was back in January, so six months ago now, warned that more than 750,000 households were at risk of default. So this is default on their mortgages, on their home loans as these rates rise. Martin Stewart said that some of the attitudes are ranging from despair to pragmatism. We are now in the unenviable position of staring over the abyss where the bodies of the over-leveraged undersaved landlords, renters, and owners of discretionary spend businesses are beginning to pile up. He certainly has a way with words there. Many borrowers are telling us that they will need to give something up in order to accommodate their new higher payment, he said. Unfortunately, this is how recessions start. And how people are gonna be able to afford this 
additional £300 and more on the average mortgage payment on top of all of these other costs coming through the economy. I'm just really not sure how this is going to work. I just don't see how families are going to be able to cope with this, how uh, couples and even people living on their own, I just don't see how with all of these added costs that everybody is going to get through this. I, I just don't think some people will. I think there's going to be a percentage of, of the population that just doesn't get through it um, financially and economically. But let's move on to renters now then. This just came out an hour ago from the BBC. We've got 1,750 a month and we can't find anywhere to rent. So £1,750 a month in rent, that is a lot of money. I think you'll agree, that's a, a pretty substantial rent. And this couple can't find anything to rent. The average UK tenant now spends more than 28% of their paycheck before tax on rent. Uh, these were figures shared with the BBC. It means people are spending more of their wages on rent than at any other time in the last decade. And that's according to Zoopla. Average rents for new lets have also risen, jumping 10.4% in a year. That's higher than inflation, by the way, making it harder for people to afford places. Chris Ward, no relation to me, and his girlfriend said they were struggling to find a rental in London despite a 1750 budget a month. He's actually saying he doesn't have a car, doesn't take vacations and can't save for a property. The executive director of Zoopla said there were signs of financial stress for tenants, particularly those on low incomes. I think it's all uh, tenants actually. I don't think it's just uh, low incomes or particularly in low incomes. I think everybody is suffering at the moment. Rents have been growing faster than wages in the UK for nearly two years according to the data. And we should probably touch upon that as well because there is a very strange phenomenon occurring right now. Rent now typically accounts for 28.3% of income compared with 27% over last years. Now that might not sound like a lot, but that 1.3% makes a huge impact actually. And no wonder he doesn't have a car because if you look at London, it's not this 27.3%, it's 40% of earnings goes towards rent. Now look at the rental inflation as we go through here from Scotland through to London and, and other places in England, you can see the rent increases have been absolutely mind-blowing. They really have. So what did this Chris Ward and his uh, partner say? The couple are now considering getting a visa to work overseas for a better quality of life. Now, this is actually quite interesting what's going on because I'm observing this as well, especially in terms of my younger client base. So these are, how can I describe these people? They're quite, they're young, ambitious, savvy entrepreneurs that uh, I coach and mentor, etc. And what I'm noticing with them is that they are just exiting the UK like crazy. I mean, they are just leaving, they're getting work visas, they're getting these digital nomad visas that you can get for, you know, Bali and or Indonesia and all these other, other countries at the moment. And I'm just seeing this mass exodus. People are leaving in droves. I'm a good example as well. I left the UK because of how things are going. I just think that the West in general is on a downward trajectory. I don't see it improving 
for a long time yet. Now, here's another phenomenon I want to bring to your attention. Zoopla said there are 20 to 40% fewer homes to rent in most regions than there were before the pandemic. Meanwhile, there are more tenants that has been seen on average over the last five years. Hmm, now think about that for a second. How could there be fewer homes? And look at this chart here. How is it that there are fewer homes and more demand? I want you to drop it in the comments below as to why you think this is. It's actually a very simple, not popular opinion. So I won't go into too much detail on it. People start crying whenever I talk about this topic. But what do you think is causing this? What do you think is causing this massive demand in the rental sector? It's pushing up prices massively and it's resulting in fewer homes even hitting the rental market. Now, I wanna show you this comment that made me just laugh with the irony behind it. So this was the chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, asked if he would consider introducing a mortgage interest relief scheme to ease pressure on homeowners he said the government was not considering the move because it would make inflation worse, not better. Those kind of schemes which involve injecting large amounts of cash into the economy would be inflationary, he told MPs. Right, right, so let's just get this straight. He, he says that all of the currency creation that's been done and all these new policies are not inflationary. The inflation has nothing to do with the government or anything like that. It's all from this war in Ukraine. That's where all this inflation has come from, right? That's the, the sort of narrative. And yet he just said that if he was to do this policy that he's been asked about, injecting large amounts of money into the economy would cause inflation. Do you see what's going on here? And if you think this is going to improve anytime soon, Look at this headline from CNBC. UK economy is in a doom loop as business investment slumps versus G7 peers. So I think Tank has just come out with this report on this. Um, what this report is saying that the UK has underinvested by half, well, it's actually half a trillion dollars when compared to other wealthy countries. And as a result of this now, it's now in 27th out of 30th place in terms of the OECD nations, with only Poland, Luxembourg and Greece investing less. The UK is in an investment and growth doom loop, chronic underinvestment, public and private is delivering stagnating growth and a struggling economy. However, the Conservative Party has said increased business investment, including a package of tax reliefs announced in the spring budget and additional spending on technology and green energies will help boost the economy. No, it won't. It might have a very small impact, but they need to do a lot more than this to boost the economy. Destroying all the energy production is not going to help either. Now, this was a Bloomberg article that just came out today. I just wanna highlight a couple of lines here. Economists are warning that the UK economy faces a flood of job losses. Remember, this is what they want to do. If interest rates hit the level financial markets believe is on the cards. So far, the UK has weathered the cost of living crisis without falling into recession. And that's exactly the problem for them. But economists now fear the Bank of England will have no choice but to induce, here we go, 
induce, what does that word mean? It means to create, they are going to deliberately create a downturn to curtail inflation. Does it affect them? No, it affects all of us. And what do they say the government say they're doing? Well, they're giving this cost of living payment. Okay, I looked into this, I thought this looks interesting. 150 pounds. They're giving this, and it's not actually everyone who gets it. This is a disability benefit payment as they call it. So it shows who actually gets this. 150 pounds is not going to do anything to counteract what's going on. Another article that just came out today, people turn to microwave meals as prices soar. Nearly 70% of households say they are extremely or very worried about rising food prices. I mean, this is mind boggling that I'm talking about the United Kingdom here. This isn't some you know, developing nation somewhere. This is one of the richest economies in the world. We've seen a reduction in hob use and a rise in food prepared with toasters and grills. Look, I love my uh, you know, toasty and, and grilled stuff you know, myself, but I'm not gonna do that two or three meals a day. That is just not healthy. People have been looking to cut back on their energy bills after prices soared and microwaves consume far less energy than conventional ovens. I've crossed this out because they put it in all the time and it's just not true. That is not the reason prices have soared. And finally then, just on taxes, today is Tax Freedom Day. So this is the first day of the year when Britain start working for themselves. <laughs> right, so we are in mid-June and uh, now whatever you earn, you finally get to keep to yourself. So congratulations. And if you don't understand what I mean, look into all the different taxes that uh, British people pay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's mind-blowing, actually. I'm not just talking about the income tax and national insurance. I'm talking about all the taxes across the spectrum. So if you are British, congratulations. From today onwards, everything you earn for the next six months belongs to you, or five and a half months belongs to you. So ladies and gents, that is you up to date on the shocking revelations that are going on throughout the UK economy and the devastating consequences that we are set to see coming up. Thank you for being a subscriber here. Appreciate your subscription and your support in my other things, my, my courses, my private community. Uh, apart from that, take care, God bless, and I will see you tomorrow.